This is Rockin' Vino, the podcast about wine and music and how the two go so well together. Find new episodes every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever podcasts are offered. Find the show online at rockinvino.com and on social media at Rockin' Vino. How's it going? I'm Coco. And this is Mike. And we're back after a little bit of a hiatus. <laughs> That's right. Hello, 2021. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> it's good to be here. It's good to be out of 2020. Correct. And and things things exist, sort of. Things kind of exist. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, like, like back to reopening, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the social aspect of life again? Yeah. Which is good. We only missed the nine regular summer festival episodes we usually do. Oh, uh, Gosh, <laughs> I really hope we can bring those back. Fingers crossed. Fall. It'll be fall. I mean, I, it, it can't come fast <laughs> enough. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Good times. Well, we have a, uh, we got to remember how to do this again. I know. We got to warm up, like a little ease rusty. into it. Yeah. Uh, but we have, uh, as we as we do here, uh Another uh, guest with us who mixes the world of music uh, and food and wine and spirits and all of the worlds coming together. All the fun stuff. <laughs> uh, she is, uh, she's a singer-songwriter uh, foremost, is uh, Kendall Conrad and joining us from, I believe, Pennsylvania today. Hello, Kendall. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. From, from a very uh, a very cold Pennsylvania, <laughs> is from what we gather. <laughs> And a very unhappy me. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Nothing a little like wine can't fix. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, uh, I don't like the cold. I don't no. like the cold at all. How long does it stay like snowy in, in Pennsylvania? I mean, if I remember correctly, there was a time when it snowed here in May. Whoa. So, I mean, hmm. it's it's kind of a mixed bag. I'm not really sure what's going to happen this year. So <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen again. I mean, I remember wearing my winter jacket in May Whoa. at one point. Yeah. And then at one point, like, you know, when your car has the temperature on the dash or whatever, <laughs> it was like eight degrees when I got in the car. Is, oh, my God. Does it have that little, like, snowflake icon? It's like <laughs> yes. freezing outside. Yep. <laughs> yep. It, it's like it may it potentially may snow today. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yes, car. We know, car. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's it's uh, it's not quite as cold as that. I think it's, it's in the 20s right now. But, um, yeah, I don't. Ugh. Ugh, I don't do the, the cold weather. Well, I hope for your sake that it is gone soon and the, and the sun <laughs> starts to rise and melt the snow and uh, you don't have to wear a winter coat anymore. That's what I'm hoping. Thank, thank you so much. I like live in my winter coat Yeah, from like November to whatever, March. I live in that coat. That's all anybody ever sees me in is the coat. <laughs> I'm sure it's a cute coat. It's not. It's huge and <laughs> ugly. <laughs> it's huge and ugly and like it weighs a thousand pounds, but it's very warm. And no, it's it's a hideous. Um, it's a hideous, huge coat. But I'm, it's like I'm comfortable and I'm warm in it. So I, I, I'm like, you know what? You're all going to have to look at me in this hideous jacket. You know, that's all that <laughs> matters is you got to stay is, warm. It, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, uh, being in Pennsylvania, I think the situation is a little different there than what we see here uh, in these, I guess, in the past few months or so. Uh, You're starting to see some, um, I guess, gig opportunities and places to play coming back um, in that area? Yeah, so I would say that um, Philly, Philadelphia in itself has probably been hit as hard as you. Hmm. Um, Philly has been an island at this point with all these rules. I think Philly just just reopened 25% indoor dining last week. They've been closed since literally March. Um, they Philly opened for like a month in September. And again, it was like a percentage. It was like 25% or whatever. And then, yeah, they, they were closed in October. So they've been, Philly's been largely closed like this, the whole last year, which is really sad. Um, but like, I'm in, I'm not in Philly, obviously I'm in Montgomery County, which is outside of Philly. So we weren't hit quite as hard and, um, we were closed the entire month of December. So all my gigs in December were gone. (laughs) Mm. Um, and then we reopened in January, um, indoor 25%. So it's not great. Um, but it's better than nothing. So I've been gigging since uh, the beginning of the year. Um, and then last year we reopened um, over the summer. And then it's been like a back and forth with closing and reopening. And it's just been a, a pain with scheduling things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then certain restaurants want to reschedule for a later date. And then some don't because it's just a lot of work to reschedule everyone. Um, so, yeah, it's just been very tiring. Yeah, it's the that <laughs> the constant yo-yo of oh here we go nope stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's it, people don't know um, <laughs> what's what's gonna happen, and with the scheduling and like reservations, and then now with the weather with snow, it's just it's a lot of work just to schedule and unschedule things. <laughs> um, but largely, I've been doing okay. And now you've been also kind of hitting, if you will, the virtual circuit. <laughs> um, how has that? How has that been going for you? So yeah, so I've done um, I've done a few Instagram lives. They don't do quite as well mm-hmm. um, as the Facebook lives, and I think that's just because you can pull up a Facebook live video, and it does that thing. I don't know if you have noticed that, where if you go on you know, another part of Facebook, it like minimizes the video, but it's still playing in the corner yes. and you can like move the video around. Yeah. So like you can do other things and watch and listen to the Facebook live and it's still like there and active on your browser. And then Instagram, you literally can't use Instagram if you're on an Instagram live video. So, um, I don't get as much engagement on the Instagram lives as I do on Facebook. Um, But I mean, it's been like the virtual stuff. It's fun and it's different and it's definitely um, gotten more people onto my my pages that maybe haven't heard of me before, um, you know, haven't heard my music, anything like that. So um, that's definitely been different about this past year. And and uh, I really like doing that now. Oh, cool. Um, So I'm yeah. So I'm glad that I I just was forced to discover that. And uh yeah, it's just a different uh, way to interact with fans and stuff. It's fun. 
Instagram demands your undivided attention at all times. I think that's very annoying. Have you noticed that? Yes. <laughs> like you have to just sit and you can't like text anyone back. You can't go on another platform. You have to just sit on that live video and like, you know, Instagram is an app. It's on your phone. So it's like you can't make a phone. You can't do anything. It's like your whole screen. Like, I think they need to fix that. It doesn't work. Yeah, they need they need to update their software. Hello, Instagram. Take a note from Facebook. Minimize. Yeah, just yeah. It's so like and it's you know, you can still listen to it kind of like a podcast. You know, it's entertaining. You can do other things. You can still check your messages, whatever. Um, but you can still listen to it. And it's just, especially if it's like a 30 minute, you know, like Q and a with a, another Instagram or anything like that. It's just, I don't think people want to like hang and have their entire screen consumed for like 30 minutes, but they can't <laughs> use, you literally can't use your phone. Right. Um, I just, I don't like that. Now, uh, let's, I guess, start on the, uh, the music side for you, uh, I guess let's let's start at the beginning. <laughs> where did the uh, where did the where did your musical journey start? I guess is uh, <laughs> a good place to start. Um, it I don't remember it really starting anywhere. I just kind of always liked music, um, and this is all I've ever done. So I never know how to answer this question. <laughs> like when people ask me, I don't really have like a you know my mom bought me a guitar for Christmas or anything like that. Uh, I just always liked music. I don't know. I just always liked to sing um, since I was like really little. So like I joined the school choirs and the church choir. Um, and then in high school, I taught myself how to play guitar. And then I taught myself how to write songs, started doing that. Uh, and then it just snowballed. So um, that's, yeah, that's all I was ever interested in doing. That's awesome. Now, was anybody in your family musical? Like, or did you just kind of like gravitate towards it naturally without any outside influence from like, you know, your family or church or something along those lines? No. Yeah. No one around me was musical at all. (laughs) Um, My mom played piano when she was younger. Mm -hmm. um, And I don't think I've ever really heard her play. So like she, I guess she is musical. But, like, I wasn't influenced by that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was kind of before, you know, before I knew her, she played piano. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, no, I don't know. I don't know why. I just was like, I just always loved it. I don't know why. I just always, you know, gravitated towards it. And then at one point, I was like, I think I'm good at this. Mm-hmm. And,. Uh, I continued to do it because I I would sing and I would get a positive reaction from people listening to me. And I was like, this is like meaningful or people, people enjoy this. And I felt, you know, I was like, maybe like, this is it for me. So, um, yeah, I just always like to sing. I read that you, um, like essentially for work, this is all you've been doing. You're not like, you don't have any other, like this isn't like your side gig, your passion side gig. This is just strictly how you make your money, how you make your living, um, which is pretty amazing. And congratulations on that success. Like that's phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, Has the pandemic um, and like the shutdowns and whatnot, has that, um, I guess, sparked another form of creativity that you, uh, that you found or has it like, 
I don't know, has it brought any surprises to light about your personality or things that you're interested in? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, (laughs) I think, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, I think like when all this stuff started happening in March, I was like, and none of us could really see the end of it because they kept pushing back those deadlines of reopening. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if this continues for like X amount longer, I'm like, I literally can't afford to do that. I'm like, I need to do something else. So I was at that point where I was kind of like, what, you know, I could like waitress and like, oh, the restaurants aren't open. Like at that point, there was really nothing. I mean, I was looking at like Amazon warehouse, like coordinating and stocking shelves and shipments Mm -hmm. and things. That's what I was looking at. Or like, I was like signing up for Uber, being an Uber driver. And then like everyone was doing that. So there was no um, openings. (laughs) It was like, we have your area filled and like all of this stuff. So that's when I started doing those virtual shows and I would put my um, PayPal and my Venmo up as like a virtual tip jar. And that actually like people tipped me every time I would do those shows and like they knew it's my fans and, and they knew that this is all I do. So I was literally like, I'm not working <laughs> right now. So if you are and you have the means to like throw, you know, it doesn't even have to be a huge amount. If you want to throw a couple dollars into my virtual tip jar and help me out, that would be amazing. So um, that's kind of what I resorted to for, you know, during the, the large part of the, you know, when everything was shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then other than that, I've been doing these, I guess, I mean, it's like a catchword now, but like these, like influencer stuff, mm-hmm. um, where you, you know, you team up with products and because I have a lot of Instagram followers, um, you know, a lot of the times you get paid to post about products or, you know, they send you free products and you post about it. So I kind of got into looking at products and kind of looking at these requests, which like came in, um, especially during the shutdown, because it was great marketing because we were all on our phones. They were like, hey, can you, <laughs> you know, stuff that was still because the shipping and, and the the mail was like going crazy during um, the shutdown. because People were just ordering stuff online because you couldn't go out to the stores. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that for me is really fun and, uh, and interesting. And a lot of the time it's like products in my community or like local food places, things like that. So, um, yeah, so that's really fun. And that, you know, it helps that I have a lot of Instagram followers. So building up that social media presence, um, really helped me in that respect. That's amazing. And I was actually scoping out your Instagram myself and was looking at your stories. And I saw you post about, um, it's the Easton Wine Project, Blackberry Wine. Mm-hmm. What is that about? That sounds really fun. Oh, my gosh. It's, they don't, I don't, I was talking to um, the manager actually that night. And I was talking about that wine. And she, I think she was saying that they don't put any added sugars or, you know, synthetic stuff into that wine. It's just like the crushed blackberry. Mm-hmm. And it is so rich. Like it, it, it tastes like liquid blackberry. It is so good. Um, and that same company, that Easton Wine Project, um, they do a cranberry 
wine. Wow. And it's the same deal. And it's like tart. It's like tart, like a fresh cranberry. And it's like, I've got, yeah, I've, I've bought <laughs> bottles of the cranberry. It's so good. Their wine's <laughs> very good. Yeah. Awesome. I'll have to try that out. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. And I don't think it's ever given me a headache. Um, it's just, it's really, it's different. Yeah. It's a different better. wine. Yeah. It's good. Do the, this is probably a dumb question, but do the, uh, does that replace grapes in, in the wine? It's, was it black, I would, black, blackberry? I'd have to look at the label. I would think so, unless you're right and they like combine it with some with a kind of grape that goes with that. Huh. I'm I mean, not sure. I think you can ferment any sort of fruit essentially. So mm-hmm. they probably just fermented cranberries for the cranberry one, and then what was it, blackberries for yes. the other one? Yeah. I bet you that's what they yeah. did, and just created. Yeah, that's I'd have fascinating. To look. Maybe it's maybe it says on their website, like under the description for the wine. I'd have to look. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it is uh, a very, I will tell you, it's a very, very strong, like, I remember when I ordered the cranberry, the waitress was like, do you like cranberries? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And she was like, because if you're kind of like iffy about it, don't get the cranberry wine because it's very, um, it's a very, you know, tart, tastes like a cranberry. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's great. That's perfect. So maybe they don't, maybe they do combine with grapes. Interesting. I'm not sure. That's, that is a very good question. Very fascinating. See, you, you, you are the wine people. <laughs> Everybody's wine you, people, as long as you, you like it. You know, yeah, but you know all the right questions to ask. <laughs> we don't know what to pair with blackberry wine. That, that's, uh, that's a new one for us. What did I, I had it with something very weird. I think I, I had it with a, uh, they have sliders. They have all, all these different sliders and I got French dip sliders mm. with the blackberry wine which probably didn't go is that i think saying that together <laughs> that doesn't sound like it would go but that's what i did yeah. um, <laughs> and the french dip sliders were so good they were amazing so everything there is great yum yeah now, now on the uh, on the instagram side as we spoke about you also uh, you also document your food adventures uh, is that uh, a fun little uh kind of side project kind of thing for you? Yeah. So um, to answer your question kind of from earlier, I think I started the food, my little food blog Instagram, like during the pandemic, um, just because I wanted to support these, the local restaurants in my area um, that were like struggling. And I wanted to post like these amazing, I'm like, people need to see how great this food looks. And then you need to go buy it because it's so good. Um so yeah, I just, I really love, I love food. I love food. Like, like people gush about music artists. So, um, yeah, I made the, I made the food blog just to like share, um, you know, the amazing dishes that I've, I've gotten and that I've eaten or, um, and it's called Kendall's Bites, but I do slip in like wine pictures and things. So it's, it's Kendall's Bites and like more, more than bites. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall's Sips. Um, but yeah, so that's, I, I started that, um, that's like my little, it's, I mean, it's not like lucrative or anything. It's not like I'm making big bucks off my food <laughs> Instagram, but, um, but yeah, it is, it is fun and, and, uh, entertaining for me. Oh, I'm sure. Now is, is there any, I guess, type of restaurant or, um, 
type of food in the area that that, that your area is known for, or is it just a mix of, of lots of different things? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, Pennsylvania is supposed to be known for what scrapple, <laughs> 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 which I'm not really even sure what that is. It comes in a can, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it comes in a can. I think it's like you, you like eat it for breakfast and stuff. I don't know. I oh, have to like, I, it up. there it is. I've never seen that before. <laughs> it's a, uh, according to, Wait, Wiki- are you look- uh, ac- according to Wikipedia, <laughs> it's traditionally a mush of pork scraps and trimmings combined with cornmeal. Whoa. Mm. Tasty. <laughs> it looks like a meat cake. Yes. Huh. Yeah. Yep. I'm not opposed. A meat cake, but not yeah. a meat loaf. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Meat cake sounds um, tasty. It sounds better than a loaf, that's for sure. I say, I say doubtfully, um, but I think that's our big. That's what we're like known for. And then, like the Philly side is known for the um, the cheesesteaks, Philly mm-hmm. cheesesteak. Um, but I'm big on like I like seafood and sushi, and I like a good steak and things like that. And we do have a lot of good steak houses in our area. A lot of good sushi places. Um, I'm not so sure where we source our seafood from, where we, like maybe Jersey or I'm not really sure where we would get that. Um, but no, we, I, it's a, it's a mix. I think Def- the food that I eat is definitely a mix of, um, varieties and like, I'll try Korean food and like, and then like German food, like beer garden, stuff like that. So, um, definitely, definitely a mix. It's nice that you're adventurous with, you know, because some people are just like, oh, I just eat one thing, you know. So it's nice to like. No, you have to. Yeah, yeah you have to mix it up. Like there's this place um, near me. They actually have ostrich burgers. Mm. What? And there's an ostrich farm apparently in New Jersey where they raise them just to be sold for food. Interesting. Yeah, where they source these, you know, the ostrich meat. And I was like. That's bizarre. And I've had it and it's very gamey, but it's good. But <laughs> that's it's just how so we, like we have yeah. That's how we envision <laughs> weird it. Weird items. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually gamey. heard a story that um ostrich meat, um, along with like oh gosh, I forget, maybe buffalo or something, are like some mm-hmm. of the most sustainable meats out there today. Yes. Like if huh. you Yeah, like instead of not yeah. cows, not chickens, it would be like ostrich and buffalo. And apparently they're the leanest meats too. Oh, interesting. Yeah, there. That's she said. the uh, The woman I was talking to when I was there, I think she said the ostrich is the leanest, and then bison, bison. The, the buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's like that's the next leanest meat. That and I was like, oh, that's very interesting. It is. So yeah, you learn stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> Now, on the uh, on the beverage side, are you uh, typically a wine drinker, a, a, a cocktail drinker, any beverage of choice? So I hate beer. <laughs> I can't get into beer. Every once in a while, I I will work up the courage and I'll be like, you know what? Let me. I'll take a sip of somebody's beer. Maybe I <laughs> I have a palate for it now, and I drink it. And I'm like, that's horrible. <laughs> I can't nope. do it. So. Other than that, um, I, I avoid beer and that's about it. So I'll, I'll try, you know, I'll try, I'll try probably the weirdest thing on the menu. That's usually what I go for. Like if it's like a, 
matcha vodka <laughs> martini. I'm like, what is that? Um, my mom the other day just got like a pickle martini Ooh. that had vodka and like pickle brine juice in it with a pickle on the side. And so that like, delicious. you know, I'm very, yeah. And it, I tasted it. It was pretty, if you like pickles, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'll try, I'll try anything really red wine. I really like Prosecco, anything. anything I usually don't, beer. I won't, <laughs> I won't go for, um, tequila, like right out of the gate. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. You know, what if it's like, in that's like a like margarita? See, I feel like you have to be in the mood for that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you? I like think that's so. a very like that's an ambitious drink. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're like out and you're like eating a big dinner and they're so filling. They are. They are. And yeah. and rum too. Like rum is good, but that's another like it just feels like a very heavy liquor when it's in stuff mm-hmm. it's all it's I don't sugary know. probably that's yeah why. yeah yes yeah so it's like you have to be you have to be ready for that <laughs> <laughs> I, I can definitely say that i've ordered i've just asked for the weirdest thing on the menu before and it's it's almost like this unofficial test of your bartender uh mm-hmm. as to what reaction you get because the the really experienced ones are like i know and maybe the, the less experienced ones will be like, well, weird. What's weird? <laughs> Do you remember what some of them were? Oh, it, it's along the lines of the, the, the matcha concoction where it's just this yeah. odd, <laughs> odd mixture of ingredients. Are they, go- are they usually good or they, they're usually bad? They are usually good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, right? It's the best thing That's on the menu. That's my experience. Yes. <laughs> It's like the unsung hero. It's exactly. like everyone avoids this because it's weird, but it's so good. I also like hot sake. Oh, oh yeah. Hot sake is so good. Do you only get that, though, when you have, like, sushi? Or do you just kind of have it I've, in general? I've gotten um, – it's not as good from, the like, the liquor stores, but – because I swear that those sushi places, they get, like, premium sake. And the ones at the liquor stores are good that you can get in the bottle – but they're not as good as, as the sushi place sushi mm-hmm. or the sushi place sake. I'm not sure which brands they're getting. You know, I'm not, sh- I'm not entirely sure. But, um, yeah, I have got – have you um, just gotten sake, like, I typically, at a liquor place? No, I've never. No, I typically – when I get sake, it's, like, straight, like, while I'm at a sushi restaurant. Because they usually mm-hmm. – I'm like, okay, this is what I'm feeling like. This is what I'm, you know – Give me something good, mm-hmm. and I'll just have them yeah. surprise me. And I'm like, all right, great recommendation. <laughs> Most of the time, yeah. And and I really like the ones where it's like pear, like a hint of pear. I like when they have like the notes, the tasting notes mm-hmm. in the description. If you're at like a fancy sushi place, and it's like, <laughs> God, they all sound so good. This one has hints of banana and hibiscus. Like, right. Ooh, they all sound so nice. You're like, can I just uh, have a they... sampler pack, please, of all of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I do like, I'll, you know, with, and especially if they use, use it in like, um, cocktails. Yeah. Absolutely. I noticed they put it with like vodka a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I know. Now you're making me thirsty <laughs> and hungry. <Yeah>. My goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's one area where I feel like such a newbie when I'm ordering, where I need like extra assistance or I'm like, well, well, what, what do you recommend? <laughs> and, well, you, that's what I do. You know, I asked them to, like, bring me something that they like, because at least they like it, right? Exactly. <laughs> Somebody liked it. 
And then if they bring you you something you don't like, you're like, oh, you got bad taste. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But like, I agree though. Usually it's pretty good. Whatever the waiter recommends, like that's just, it's usually good. Yeah. Now when you're, um, when you're writing your songs, Kendall, do you, um, tend to like sip on uh, a beverage to kind of help within the flow of inspiration, if you will? I have never, I'm going to say never, because I don't think I have. I've never written um, with alcohol. I usually go coffee. Nice. Oh. Yeah. I usually have hot and not iced coffee and not like lattes or anything like that. It's just a black cup of coffee. Yes. And a lot of my songs, that's how I wrote them, drinking coffee. That's awesome. I, mean, I don't know why. Is yeah. magical. So, yeah, the caffeine, or I don't know. I like the smell of it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. And mm-hmm. then, like, if it's really hot, like you know, you get the steam. It's kind of like cozy. <laughs> yeah, coffee just works. Now you uh, you recorded uh, your first EP at uh, Starstruck Studios in Nashville, which mm-hmm. is uh, Reba McIntyre Studio. Uh, what? I know recording in Nashville is kind of a different animal, I think, in as in compared to recording anywhere else. What what was that experience like? In I mean, some of the musicians there, I, I know some of them just one shot. <laughs> they they record their parts and are and are done. What, what was it like uh, in Nashville recording? Um. So, I mean, that studio is beautiful in itself. I mean, it's gorgeous, gorgeous studio. Um, but the musicians, they're, they're professional, but they're creative. Um, so they can be very playful and, you know, you can tell them, you know, I remember we were recording stuff and, and we were throwing out, you know, that, that sounds great, but can you make it more fiery? And like, you just kind (laughs) of use like adjectives and they kind of just do it. And they give you these amazing lines and they're like, yeah, just give me like a second. It takes them two seconds and they can come up with stuff. And the the tone and like everything changes just from giving them like one word direction. It's crazy. Hmm. Um, but I mean, that's I guess just because that's all they do and they're used to it and they know. Um, but it, they can do, they can do, it's, they're so versatile. They can do anything with any song. Um, and it's exciting for when you're creating stuff. Cause it's like, oh my God, I have these fabulous musicians and like, I can kind of shape this into kind of the sound, um, or the vibe that I want and they'll listen. Um, and you kind of just work off and then they give you something that's completely not what you thought it was going to be, but it's like better. And you're like, I did not hear that there, but you did that and it's great. And now I think we're going to keep it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's very, it's a very creative process. It's really fun. You should just start throwing out kind of random descriptors, random descriptors just to test them. Be like, that, that guitar riff needs to be a little more prickly. Like, I <laughs> and just see what yeah, happens. Yeah, and like, <laughs> but they do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, that works. <laughs> They do it. You're, it's just, it's amazing. And I love like, if you can pinpoint, I mean, but the hard part is like, um, I almost like help produce my songs as well. 
as write them because it's like if you can pinpoint exactly what the song you know is emoting or feeling or whatever um you can really get them to do anything but you have to find that right word that's going to resonate with them because if it doesn't resonate then you can't get them to do it so you're just going to sit there and go back and forth and not get what you want so um you know like things like somber is different than like melancholy maybe for some people (laughs) like you have to just hit that right you know descriptor and if you can't you know you need to find examples like i want it to feel more like um and you know if you can name like a genre like 80s pop (laughs) and then they'll be like oh i know what you mean um so you have to like be very familiar with genres too Now, I mean, you're in the country space. Are there any genres that, you know, people would be surprised that you listen to outside of country? that's (laughs) interesting. I listen to everything, just not extremes in any genre. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't listen to, like, extreme, extreme, like, whatever, emo, screamo rock. (laughs) But like, Ah. I listen, you know, (laughs) like, but I've listened to, um, I I don't know how you pronounce it. Is it Chiodos? Chiodos? It's like, yeah, like I'll listen to some stuff like that. Um, I've been listening to like, I don't know, alternative rock stuff like Grandson. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Like stuff like that. And then I'll listen to like Aretha Franklin and Diana Ross and that. So it's like I'm kind of like all over the place um you know it depends on your mood like what you feel like listening to but i i'll really listen to anything nice grandson to diana ross is quite a spectrum (laughs) yeah i do it's you know it's it's different and you get different for me as a creator you just you hear different things and different lines and and different techniques of what all the genres kind of do and do well, and then you can kind of like be like, oh, I, I think I would like to do something like that in my next song. Um, so you kind of, I'm always like listening for ideas too. Nice. Now in your uh, travels on the road, uh, you shared the stage with one Keith Urban. So, uh, you, you're going to have to tell the story about, uh, about how that went down. Yeah, so um, that's, it's still so crazy that that happened. So he had posted on his, I believe I, it was on all the social media, but I saw it on Facebook and it was like looking for people to sing with me. Here's the form or the email, send, send your videos of you singing. We were us to this email and, um, you know, I'll see you at the show or whatever the, the little <laughs> message was. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'd like to sing with Keith Urban. So I just like submitted it for fun. I do a lot of those kind of like submissions where you see it and you're like, oh, you know, I could win a trip to Disney World. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to like, it might be me. You know, it takes like two seconds. So you kind of just, I just kind of filled it out and didn't really think anything of it. Um, and then like his management called me and they were like, not you won because it wasn't like a contest, but I think they were like, you know, we'd like you to sing with Keith. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, so that's kind of how it happened. Wow. It was, um, yeah. Yeah. They, they picked me and 
um, sang with him at Music Fest in Bethlehem, and it was like the coolest thing ever. Now, do you get any like sound check or like ease in, or is it like here's your microphone? Good luck. <laughs> no, I think we had to be there. I went with my mom, and um, we were there like all day. So they want they want you there, and they want to know that you're there and ready to go. And yeah, you do sound check. Um, you have a spot where you like a little like green room area where you have water and, and stuff and you're treated like you're part of the tour. And yeah, it was, it was very, uh, professional and, um, it was just a really great experience. Now, besides, uh, being on stage and performing, um, what's been the most memorable concert that you've ever been to? Ooh. Was it one that like I opened the show or you just mean like in general? Just in general. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it was fun when I went to it was a couple years ago. I went to see Judah and the Lion with my sister and it was like a theater and we got pretty darn close to the stage and I remember he was playing a white acoustic guitar. Mm. And at one point, like they were just like giving it their all. And he must have popped three strings on on this guitar. And he was still playing. Didn't even like miss a beat. It was insane. Wow. Um, it was it was the show was so high energy. Like it just didn't stop. It just kept going and going and going. So um, for me, that was uh it was great to watch that kind of show from the pit because the energy was so high. It was like one of those shows where it's just, it, it never flagged. Um, and he just killed it. He stepped on stage and he killed it for the entire show from beginning to end. And I was like, man, like, that's what I want to do. It was like really cool. You will, you will. I have no doubt that you will. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, now, as far as your, uh, own releases uh correct me if i'm wrong on this one but i I believe you have you're kind of releasing single songs as you go uh leading up to the ep is that still kind of where it's at right now yeah so all five actually all five of the songs that are on the ep the whole ep is technically out Ah. yeah so they're all living um as separate singles (laughs) on all the streaming platforms but they're all um, they were all recorded at the same time, you know, the same project. I just wanted to release them one at a time because it just feels like you release an album and people only listen to half the songs. Mm-hmm. And I wanted every song to be listened to. So I, you know, wanted to spotlight each one as they came out. And that's that, that's what I did. So I just put them all out individually. And it, I guess during the downtime, have, have you had time to write or record or is that something you're looking at at all um not really i haven't written in probably it's gonna be a year which is crazy um i just am kind of like i can't promote these songs the way that i want to you know it's got to all be virtual stuff i can't visit any radio stations i can't go to any like television you know even like local news stuff like i can't travel you can't meet people in person and and shake hands or hug or whatever like you can't connect Mm -hmm. in person and it was just 
I'm like, you know, I have a ton of songs that um, I'm ready to record and, you know, I could get them all lined up and get that going, but I'm just like, I don't know, um, you know, when this is going to be relatively back to normal, you know, the state of like, just, you know, promoting music the way that we always have, which is frustrating for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, I've had a song that I've been sitting on that's, you know, not part of this EP. So this is brand new music and I have one single and it's coming out uh, February 26th. So I am putting that out. Awesome. That's coming up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like date, and that's when it's going to come out. Awesome. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Now, uh, before uh, before we wrap, we do have one final uh, one final duty. Uh, how we end the show here? Uh, so, okay. So the the question we like to ask our guests is: on a perfect day, on a good day, when you come home, uh, what would you drink? What would you eat? And what would you listen to? Oh man, on a perfect day, not a snow day. <laughs> not a snow not day. a snow day. <laughs> so it's a warm, sunny day. Hmm. Okay. Well, if this is like later in the day, obviously, right? Because I was out and I came back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first contextual question we it ever is, got. It is. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because if it was like in the morning, like I want coffee. Right. Exactly. But like, not if I was like out all day and I came home. That's not what I want. So I would probably go vodka seltzer. Mm. That would be my drink. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a local place that makes uh, makes their own vodka, and it's a vanilla vodka. It's infused with vanilla bean, Ooh. and it's. I just had so one of these good. for the first time. Yeah, it's delicious. How was it? It was delicious. <laughs> it's so good, and um, you can mix it with like a, either like a cherry seltzer or like a like a cherry coke vanilla cherry coke like stuff like that it tastes really good um so i'd have something like that and then on a perfect day for dinner i really love a good steak Mm -hmm. like a good like steak vegetable like potato like a starch Mm -hmm. that's just like a perfect if it's cooked perfectly it's just like a perfect meal yeah so i would probably i would probably do that it's just so good um, and I would listen to uh, Whitney Houston's Greatest Hits album. I like it. Wow. <laughs> I like your style. Yes. But it's got it's the one where the first half is the ballads, and then the second half is remixes of her up-tempo songs. Oh, so fun. So you'll <laughs> yeah. start the night off, you know, chill, and then end with, like, a bang, just, like, rocking out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I Absolutely. love it. <laughs> that's that's my three choices. <laughs> Those are nice. great. Well done. So, uh, <laughs> you, you can find uh, Kendall Conrad online. Uh, find go Facebook, Instagram. Also check Kendall's Bites. Lot, lots of places yes. to to find Kendall on the web. <laughs> and and look out for the new song coming at the end of the month. Yes. So definitely listen to that. And eventually, absolutely, eventually catch her on the road. Yeah. When that is a thing. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully sooner than later. It can't come soon enough. <laughs> yes. I agree. Well, th- thanks for taking the time, and we appreciate you joining us here on Rock and Vino. This is really fun. Thanks for having me. 
Thank you. I hope you have a great day and I hope the snow melts quickly. Yeah. Thank you so much. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Have a good night. Thanks. You too.